Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, Tucson's elected leaders get their first pay raise this century. Proposition 413's win marks the end of a long battle to raise salaries for Tucson's mayor and council. Cochise County leaders try to show that vote counting machines are trustworthy. Some people are going to be convinced today when they leave here and some people will never be convinced. And a big expansion may be coming for solar power in the West. Topping our news today, State Attorney General Chris Mays says Tucson does not have to hold a recount for a proposition to raise salaries of the mayor and council that narrowly passed last November. We get more on the story from Paola Rodriguez. Tucson City Council members' salaries will now more than triple and bring the mayor's salary close to six figures after Mays said a recount article in state statute does not apply to municipal measures. Her opinion was requested by City Attorney Mike Rinkin and Secretary of State Adrian Fontes. In her letter, May said that if the legislature intended to include municipal elections more broadly, they would have done that, but they did not. Now Proposition 413's win marks the end of a long battle to raise salaries for Tucson's mayor and council after Tucson voters rejected every salary proposition since the last raise in 1999. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. A deputies union has voted no confidence in Pima County Sheriff Chris Nanos. Hannah Cree tells us about an alleged culture of retaliation within the department. The deputies organization alleges multiple examples of retaliation by Sheriff Nanos. Last year, he briefly removed the sheriff's presence from the Pima County Board of Supervisors meeting where they were scheduled to discuss alleged misconduct by Nanos. The vote of no confidence took place last August. 87 members participated after being granted anonymity, but many other deputies opted not to vote due to fears over more retaliation. In response, Sheriff Nanos questioned the legitimacy and motives of Sergeant Aaron Cross, the organization's leader. I don't believe his numbers are representative of the larger numbers in this department. 200 deputies in the Sheriff's Department are confirmed members of the Pima County Deputies Organization. The organization said it wants this vote to be a wake-up call that a change in leadership is needed. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. Republican lawmakers immediately shut down Governor Katie Hobbs' proposal to cut expenditures on the state school voucher program to address a massive statewide budget shortfall. But they didn't rule out other cuts proposed by the governor as the state faces a projected $1.7 billion deficit. Hobbs' budget proposal included various cuts, in addition to the reforms to the private school vouchers, including delaying or canceling various transportation, capital, and IT projects. Representative David Livingston, the chair of the House Appropriations Committee, says he could support Hobbs' plan to save over $400 million by rolling back road improvements included in last year's budget that haven't started yet or that can find funding elsewhere. Those include many of the so-called pork projects championed by individual legislators that were packed into the budget last year to bring both Democrats and Republicans on board. As federal pandemic funding winds down, the Tucson Unified School District Board wants to keep COVID-era positions designed to support students who are struggling in math or English. Funding for those positions is set to expire, but Superintendent Gabriel Trujillo wants to make it permanent. The minimally proficient students experience 
the highest growth percentages. And that's why we've made the very, very difficult decision of really focusing in on these three positions as opposed to the several other ESSER funded positions for governing board consideration for permanent funding in a couple of weeks. TUSD administration has found that schools with these interventionist instructors showed greater student success and growth. The board will provide direction on what to do with these positions at its next meeting on January 30th. The Arizona Supreme Court pressed pause on Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer's defamation lawsuit against his fellow Republican Kerry Lake. Richer filed the suit against Lake last summer. He said Lake made false statements about him and his role in the 2022 election when she was the Republican candidate for governor in Arizona. Richer says those lies led to violent threats and security concerns for his family. Lake, who's now running for U.S. Senate, asked a Maricopa County Superior Court judge to dismiss the case last year. That judge declined, as did the state appeals court. The Supreme Court paused the case briefly in order to consider Lake's motion to dismiss. Cochise County hosted a presentation with the company Election Systems and Software on Wednesday to address concerns about vote counting machines. Democratic Supervisor Ann English says the county and the Board of Supervisors want people to be informed. The best information comes from the people who put the machines together, put the programming together, etc. Some people are going to be convinced today when they leave here and some people will never be convinced. But this is an educational opportunity. Arizonans can't run for office under the No Labels banner unless the state's newest political party gives them permission first. No Labels is the group flirting with a third-party presidential run. It earned official recognition as a political party in Arizona last year. A U.S. District Court judge has barred Secretary of State Adrian Fontes from accepting requests by any individual, including those registered with the No Labels Party, to be a candidate in the 2024 primary election. The decision means that it will be No Labels that decides if it wants to run candidates for president and vice president in the general election. The U.S. government has proposed sweeping changes designed to promote solar energy development across the West. From the Fronteras desk in Flagstaff, Michel Marisco reports a comment period is underway. Interior Department and Bureau of Land Management officials said the new rules will help the Biden administration fulfill its goal of a clean electrical grid by 2035. Acting Deputy Interior Secretary Laura Daniel Davis. This new Western solar plan will expand solar energy production in more Western states and streamline renewable energy siting and permitting on America's public lands. Known as the Western Solar Plan, it's intended to identify areas in the West with high solar potential and lower conflicts to be attractive to solar developers. It expands those into other areas of the West, such as Idaho and Montana. Federal land managers propose making 22 million acres of land available for solar power. In Flagstaff, I'm Michel Marisco. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll have another one tomorrow.